Did I interest you in a stamp? Yeah, give me a stamp. Oh. No, give me a purple one. Oh, I'm sorry we haven't any purple ones. I could uh, paint one for you. I don't want a painted one. person hasn't got any rights in this country anymore. The government even tells you what color stamps you gotta buy. picture people here that's why we collect postage stamps this is the award-winning stamp show here today if you can dream it we can collect it brought to you by the southern nevada philatelic research center a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately you can support this witless taj by joining the stamp show here today community the cost is ten dollars for a lifetime membership listen to the end credits for information on joining this is Cash. This is Mark. And this is Jim. This is Don. So we have special guest today, Harry Olivar from uh, Southern California, but also uh, I heard that you uh, work for some company somewhere back east. Uh, yes, it's the PSAG. No, that's, not, <laughs> that's actually not true. I, I'm on the, the board of trustees at the Philatelic Foundation. Yeah, so we have a PF person here. So tell us a little bit about the PF. Well, I must say it's very intimidating being the least knowledgeable stamp person in the room. But I, I'm by no means an expert, but I, I've, I've enjoyed philately since the 70s, and there's a terrific group on the PF Board of Trustees, and I'm proud and honored to be one of them. There are quite a few. Uh, Bob Rose comes to mind. I speak with him all the time at the shows. Uh, great organization, obviously. Competition of PSE, but we really don't compete very much. Uh, so what's going on with the PF? Anything new and interesting? I know you're moving. Well, the, the PF has completed a move, and I, I Larry Lyons and, and Deb Davis have done a yeoman-like job of dealing with 400-plus boxes. Oh, whoa. The, the PF has a new address on Lexington Avenue, and I think even FedEx has figured out where it is. So things are, are moving along, and like the PSE, the PF is, is working to... You know, improved services, serve collectors. I know its turnaround time has improved. They are working on uh, grading, and, and uh, you know, the PF grading has, has improved recently, and, and the services have become very popular because of the turnaround time and the improved grading. Excellent. What does a board of, uh, of, of trustees do? Um, I think sit, sit back and let the experts do their wonderful work, mostly, <laughs> I would say. Do you oversee the funds? Uh, there, there are, is a committee on the board that, that uh, works with the investment advisor. Is there a luncheon? Uh, not recently. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go to lunch on Tuesdays? No, no, no Tuesday. Certainly not for us West Coasters. Uh, which, by the way, last week we had a person show up for lunch, and I guess they couldn't find us, which is really, really odd because um, if you just go up to any of the people and say, I'm with the stamp collectors, 
they'll go, oh, they're over there. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they point at us like uh, Donald Sutherland and the invasion of the body snatcher. <laughs> oh. that, that sounds like a great tradition that you have here. Yeah. So, uh, South Point Buffet in, in uh, Las Vegas, 11.30 on Tuesday. So if you can make it, in feel the free. Buffet. In the buffet. Yeah. At, in the line or at the yeah, front. You can find it by the big long line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't stand in the line. If you get there at 1130 and there's a big, huge, long line, just walk to the front and say, where are the stamp collectors? Yeah. <laughs> well, I should turn this over to the, the knowledgeable group at this point and, <laughs> and make my way to the airport. But well, nice to uh, <laughs> nice to see everyone and uh, enjoy your podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for all that you do for philately and and, uh, and increasing interest in the hobby. And you as well. Thank you. And uh, we have a follow-up from two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Two weeks ago. About plastic with uh, stamps, having your stamps in contact with plastic. Can you hand me the email there? So shout out to David Hull, who, by the way, is also a stamp dealer. So uh, check out his material, buy lots of stuff. He's a good guy. Uh, his his email starts, cash greetings. Greetings, you too. In a recent podcast, you stated that no plastics protect stamps from sulfurization and that stamps prone to it should be kept in glassines. Yes, but that's an oversimplification of what I said. Um, there are some plastics which are quote unquote archival. We actually, I actually pulled up a uh, article from the Smithsonian, and uh, Don, you you went over that, didn't you? Yeah, I, I read the article, and um, it actually brought to my mind more questions. My, mine too. You too. Yeah, but you go ahead and you tell your questions first, and I'll tell uh, I'll ask mine after. Well, uh, we can go back in the day to when I was a young collector, when I was just a little whippersnapper. A little tadpole in the pond. Yes. And uh, I got my first album. And with my first album, I also got hinges because before that, I was putting them in a notebook with notebook paper and using tape on the back. Oh, that's always good. Yeah. And... That, that's a joke, by the way. Please don't email in saying that's a terrible idea. We all know that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I was nine, okay? <laughs> it was like 20 years ago. Should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all laughed too hard on that. <laughs> um, and so when I got the hinges, it's like, oh, this is a better way to do it. But then getting back into the hobby and seeing, you know, the hinges, you know, uh, they're stuck on the stamps and, you know, leaving marks and such. It's like, okay, then, you know, what about uh, some of the other, you know, the um, was it the, the split mounts? And those look like a good idea, but they get stuck in there and they, you know, the sulfurization on the back and stuff from the split and stuff. So what is, you know... Long story short, too late. What is the best way to store your stamps? And actually, I also want to know about covers, too, because I have a cover collection. Well, Mark, you're looking at it. What's the name of the plastic which is safe? Is it Mylar? Yeah, it's Mylar, but it's got a longer term, a longer name to it. Oh, photographic activity test. Oh, passes a... 
Let's see. Uh, polyester film includes Mylan X, formerly known as Mylar. Yeah, so mounts that are made out of Mylan X, Mylar, are... I'm, I'm using finger quotes here. You can't see them because it's a podcast. Uh, safe for stamps. But again, we're into that area where they're safe for how long. Everything is safe. You know, you can put it in anything. You can give it a damn sulfur bath. It's not going to do anything for a day or two or three or maybe a year or maybe five years. We're talking about things that are 100 years old, 200 years, you know, 150 years old. So uh, that's one of the comments that I got from reading this is that they say, you know, you should test out the plastic mounts that you use. And I think to myself, test it for 10 years. You get put on your lab coat. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I mean, honestly, when uh, I was getting my U.S. number 11s back graded from PSE and leaving them on the black card, they were fine until they weren't. And it was years later, two, three, four years later, all of a sudden you see a significant change in the colors. So you're going to carry on an experiment for two or three or four years. Well, that's that's kind of that's at the edge of my quote-unquote, experimental period. Yeah, Hmm. but I think there's also another factor that should be taken into consideration. That's the environmental. Because, you know, the environment here in the lovely desert, the very, very dry, very different from where we come from. Hmm. Yeah, we do. And, you know, in some place like where my mother lives in Hawaii, which everything degrades real quickly out there. Yep. I talk to a lot of people who uh, have humidity issues. We, I used to have one, and then I just, I guess, I got used to it. Uh, the second part is uh, David Hull again. Back to his email. You stated that even showguard style mounts with black backgrounds are damaging. You made no mention of the ones with clear backgrounds. In your opinion, are they safe? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to guess that they are all safe, even the ones, the new ones with the black backgrounds, the old ones with the back, black backgrounds. I think, you know, being safe is better than being sorry. But uh, the new clear ones, again, I don't know, but I have not had any bad experience with any of them. And I've had stuff in collections for many, many, many years. So how about... How about hinges that are in hingeless albums? I love hingeless albums, uh, but they have clear split mount. Or yes. excuse me, they don't use split mount. Well, they, actually, they I got pop- one. Yeah, I got one from uh, I, uh, I forget the company, but they did use split mounts. Uh, I just got a Greek collection, so now I collect Greek stamps because I got a hingeless album. Um, but the top mounts, top loader mounts, I really like those. And it doesn't appear to be doing anything bad to the stamps at all. Yeah, I've had uh, my collection in Scott Platinum albums yep. for, since, uh, since very, I, when they first came out. Uh, but I've noticed that lately um, some of the Scott Platinum p- pages, the update pages, you know, are split back yeah. instead of top loading. Yeah. 
So they've changed things around. I'm not sure if that was a conscious decision or if they just it was a sp- supply thing. Oh well, I think that um, people looked at the security. Oh my God, it can fall out the top. No, it can't. Yeah, but. They put the split mount in because, you know, enough people probably were afraid of no people who aren't afraid won't care. People who are afraid won't buy it. So you always sort of accommodate the lowest common denominator and the split backs are it. The, um, the reason I asked the question is because the hingeless albums have been out for quite some time. And um, like you said, you picked up a used hingeless album and started using it. Yeah. So any degrading is probably would have happened by now, at least over the last 20 years. Well, I'm like Mark. I have a platinum album also for my U.S. collection, and I've been collecting U.S. stamps for 30 years, and it's been the same album. Yeah. So for 30 years, after 30 years, I'm pretty sure that the platinum album with the clear mounts uh, will not do anything to your stamps. And really, the splitback mounts aren't bad. It's just that um, sometimes the application uh, can be an issue because if you uh, if you have a heavy tongue and you apply your splitback mount and then immediately put the stamp in, if there's any moisture in between the, the, the split, it will transfer to the stamp. Oh, that's terrible and absolutely true. Um, I use hingeless albums, though, that already have the mounts attached. So I don't lick the top. It's already attached. So some, yeah, you know, some eight-year-old kid in the Philippines licked all these, put them all in, and then, you know, they shipped it over here and I bought it. Thank him for a service. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, I'm against child labor up to the age of, like, Four. Past four, get your asses to work. <laughs> number four, do you keep your number 11s in glass scenes? Doesn't this kind of spoil easily looking at them? It does spoil easily looking at them, but I'd rather keep my stamps safe than visually appear- appealing. I can always, you know, open the glass scene and look at it. You're not looking at it when it's closed. So when the album's closed or whatever. So putting them in a glassine, now I get it for like observe, looking at the page, but you could open it, take them out of the glassine, examine the page, enjoy it, and then put them back in the glassines. And again, for my album, story, I don't have them in the glassine. It's when they're on the cards that I have them in the glassine. Yes. Uh, in the album, like I said, I've been collecting stamps for, you know, I've been using this platinum album for 30 years. One of the first stamps that I got in it was U.S. number 11 because that's what I collected. So I'm sure that U.S. number 11 that's in there has been in that book for 30 years and it has not discolored. So uh, what I was talking about is like, I, I people who do not, there's a lot of listeners who have no clue what grading is or they know what grading is, but they really haven't got into it. When you get a stamp graded, basically it's like getting a normal certificate for a stamp. Get a normal cert, you know. Cert comes back, and in addition to stating whether it's mint or used, whether it's an 11 or 11A, what color it is, you know, all the stuff, 
there's one more piece of detail on it that just says the grade, grade 95. You know, it's a really super nice stamp. It's a grade 95. Then you have the certificate. You want to keep it with the stamp. So generally speaking, people fold it in thirds, put it behind the stamp, which is on a black card, and put it into a sleeve or a glassine and keep it that way. They don't necessarily put it in their collection. Or they put it in their collection, they don't put it in their album. You know, they'll, they'll keep it in a, um, another storage device. Like me, I have a box that has all my stuff in it. Well, when it's on that card, in that envelope or sleeve or whatever, with the certificate, that's when I put it in the glassine. And I know, Mark, you probably do the same thing? No, no, I actually do something a little bit different. I, um, I uh, um, bought a number of self-adhesive uh, half-page bla- uh, plastic, clear plastic um, po- pockets. And uh, what I do is on my platinum album, I buy blank platinum pages. And on the preceding page to the stamps, I paste on this pocket, and then I put the certificates inside the pocket. That's a lot pocket. of keys popping. Pop right, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the certificates fit just right inside these pockets. And the uh, plastic that's used um, is uh, it's not necessarily archival, but um, I'm not that worried about the certificates. And there's a separation between uh, that page and the page with the stamps. So um, the, the, the issue, though, is that it makes the album pages thicker. Yeah, by a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to buy extra um, platinum, you know, blank, uh, blank albums to, to fit all that stuff. Yep. And then uh, David also uh, says he's going to send me a dollar for uh, one of the magic stamp cleaning screens. So uh, if, if you don't know what that is, listen to the last podcast. And uh, just an inside joke for you. Uh, yes, Enhancer. Um, you'll know what this is. It'll go over everybody else's head, but uh, we did read your email. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, you found a story that I was unaware of about the post office charging now for something right i was uh i put in a tracking number for a package that uh that i sent by usps and uh there's a message that pops up that says that uh that starting uh january of 2023 um apparently there will be a limited uh amount of information that you can get on the tracking page but you can uh, get usps tracking plus behind a paywall uh, so I'm not exactly sure what their plan is here, whether they are uh, taking something that is currently free and putting it behind the paywall or whether they are uh, making some sort of expansion. Um, I got information from two different places in USPS, and they, and they don't quite match up. One, one part says that the um, that this tracking plus means that you can uh, track a package up to 10 years after it's been delivered, um, which is... Uh, I guess that helps. I don't know who it helps. Um, <laughs> That's but uh, but another part of the uh, of the um, of the website that says that they're 
that 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 previous information uh, that we're getting now is is no longer going to be available. So uh, I'm not sure what they're up to, but they're up to something. Well, when I was scanning through it, and again, I was only looking at one of the screen. I was looking at one of the pages, and uh, my big question was, how much is this? And it didn't say anything. It, it gave one little blurb that said that you could pay extra for the individual item. But that's not the tracking plus that they were talking about. And I think it was like for $7, you can track this item for 10 years. Right. A, a signature delivery item, you can, you can retrieve tracking information up to 10 years ago. For uh, one for, item. For six seventy five, But I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was. And I don't know how you pay for it. Right. I mean, do you put a $6.75 stamp in addition on the po box? or? I think you paste the change onto an envelope and then put it into any blue <laughs> well, no, box. Because, because the other thing that they were talking about was that you had to have an account to set up the service. And so I'm, I was thinking, do you pay the $7 when the package is mailed or do you pay it directly to the UPS or USPS through your account? Or it, it was very, very unclear as to really what this service was. Right. It also said that you could request a um, uh, some sort of an accounting by and you by email. Yeah. And that would be available um, anytime you wanted it. And then they charge you like seven dollars per statement. But it's like, well, what's on the statement? <laughs> yeah, so it, it's unclear. Yeah, for sure. So it's obviously at the beginning stages there, you know, we're, we're looking at the sausage half done. Right. And there were different prices depending on whether it was a signature delivery item or just a regular tracking item. Yeah. So in uncertain, but look forward to this being a fee in the future. And uh, it'll be very interesting because, you know, eBay, we both sell a lot on eBay, has tracking. Is now this going to increase the eBay charges for shipping? You know, because they depend heavily on tracking for signature confirmations and stuff. All right. Except that eBay um, has, a, um, has a limitation of about... Uh, 60 days or something like that, that uh, after 60 days have passed, if you haven't yeah. filed any kind of complaint, then, then that window is closed. And I think that's what the USPS is saying, is that you still get a free service for within a, a certain short window, but if you want an expansion to that window, you have to pay. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, just because it came up. I am having a lot more stuff go, quote-unquote, missing on eBay. I'm using my finger quotes again. But, you know, Mark, you said that, you know, it's a rare occasion for you to lose something. And it's a rare occasion, I think, for me to lose something. But I think that the post office now, it, it, I do a lot of overseas shipping. And some of the stuff is heavier over, you know, five ounces. And I'm kind of curious what's going on there because, you know, a person buys $30 and it's a heavy item 
And quite frankly, you know, if it doesn't show, you know, the person files a claim, I just say, whatever, go ahead. Cost of doing business. But I'm kind of wondering what's going on with the post office. Have you seen an increase in losses or anything? I mean, you do United States and I never lose anything to United States. It's always to like Russia. Or right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I rarely uh, had something completely disappear, but I have had a lot of instances of things being delayed unexpectedly or without any kind of explanation, um, you know, that a, a priority mail package will take, you know, 20 days to arrive. And, um, and and without any explanation in the tracking as to why that that occurred. Oh well, interesting because I just I uh, was a couple of days ago got an email from a person in China who said his package still hadn't arrived. And I go, this was mailed a long time ago. And, he, and then he brought up, yeah, I asked you to package it waterproof. And I go, oh, you know, all the bells went off. I remember exactly shipping that. I have no clue why, but you requested it to be packaged waterproof. And so I remember doing that. So it went. He, he is in one of the provinces in China, which is under COVID lockdown. And they're spraying all the mail that comes in and then letting it sit and dry for like a month before it goes out. So nobody mails COVID into it or whatever they do. <laughs> and he goes, well, I guess I'll just have to wait. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's uh, the uh, postal system's fault. But that is something that, you know, <laughs> there's different places in China that are just like wacko crazy on their rules. And uh, so he warned me ahead of time and I did it. But, you know, <laughs> stamps don't do real well when they're sprayed with antiseptic water. Hmm. So, well, anything else going on? October 7th and 8th, there's going to be a stamp show in Las Vegas. Yes, there is. I heard something about that. <laughs> yes, uh, 7th and 8th, if you're in Las Vegas, that's a Friday-Saturday show because uh, people don't like driving back on Sunday for good reason uh, from to Southern California. And uh, this is like our 15th one, something like that. Though the December show, it's going to be uh, at the Orleans Hotel. We're sold out, I think. I think we have one table left. <clears throat> that's going to be a big show, and that's going to develop to be a good show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one being, you know, a national or something like that. Now, I just have one thing here where... A uh, person was um, looking at his globe, and it was an old globe, and he had to change some of the border lines and some of the names because, you know, countries change names. And so he was using a hairdryer to heat up the plastic and then scratch it off. And uh, he found out that the new globes, you can't do that with. So they have a global warming issue. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the duck when you need that? <laughs> Where's the crickets? Okay, you hear of... my eye roll on that <laughs> Okay, we're out of here. Toodles. We need your help. 
Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this Silcom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.